0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode number 148. I'm your host, Josh, or Jay Moskers, and this is another solo episode. Been uh, My schedule's been an absolute mess as of late, uh, and so, you know, sometimes you just gotta work with what you got. I had to cancel on uh, the guest a couple times, and I feel really bad about that, so I'll have to reschedule that for the future, but family issues get in the way sometimes. Uh, I guess I'll touch on that while I'm here. Uh, Basically, I have family member that's been in the hospital for a number of months, and it's uh, it's been rough for them. Uh, And I I've I've always been the type where I don't really let things bother me, where I like get worked up about things. You know, like an example would be like say you have a family member in the hospital, and you you get you know, kind of anxious about it, you don't know what's going to happen, this and that, and it's just, that's just not how I react to it. You know, I, I talk to the doctors, I talk to the nursing staff, and, you know, I uh, I just get the, the factual evidence of what's going on, and, you know, just do whatever I can that makes sense, and uh, so I just don't let it bother me, for the most part. The downside being, it's physically exhausting, in the sense that, you know, I, I get to bed at about midnight, a little after every single night. You know, I get home from work or even on the weekends, I'm, I'm in the office here working a lot. And then I get up at, you know, anywhere between 4.30 and 5. And uh, to be down at the hospital later than that, get up like three hours later and go back to the hospital on the weekend is grueling, to say the least. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's just, it's tiring. That's why it's been a pain getting these podcasts scheduled. I have another one. I think we're recording shit I'll have to check (laughs) that. I think we're recording tomorrow as well actually Um, so I'm looking forward to that but yeah we actually have a guest which is nice Um, working on getting more guests scheduled hopefully I can if everything goes well at the hospital I'll be able to get my schedule back on track a bit more get more guests lined up but yeah I've been dealing with a family member that's dealing with cancer so I've been kind of watching the treatment on that a lot and uh, it's going well in the general sense of things, I guess. Uh, it's the things surrounding that treatment that have been exhausting. You know, we have a, it's, it's an old relative, so we're dealing with uh, not only the, the cancer treatment, but also the effects of being in the hospital for months on end. And uh, it takes its toll on people. Like anyone that's going to be in the hospital for months on end is going to become restless You know it's mentally draining you know being in a a single room for i mean look at what happened during the pandemic right during lockdowns uh they people were going stir crazy being stuck at home but they're you know you know from general standpoint they're healthy everyone was healthy they're just stuck at home losing their minds now imagine you're stuck at home but you can't leave one specific room of your house and uh that's that's what it's like being in the house what i've you know, my dad was in the hospital for I don't even know how long, uh, when I was eight, also dealing with cancer. And that was uh, – it. it's different because now as an adult dealing with this issue, it's – I'm much more in tune with what's going on. I understand what's going on as a child, you know, watching my dad uh, go through that in a much worse way as well. Um, you know, it's, it's – it was awful. But, again, I didn't know what was going on even, so, like, I'm just – Seeing like the physical results of him being in pain, him, you know, dealing with the the treatment itself, and so from like my perspective as a child, I, you know, didn't I? I just think, oh, this is horrible. Nothing is, nothing good's gonna come from this. Like this is, this is just terrible, you know. And to be fair, like even if I had been like if I know what now what I knew, if I knew back then what I know now, I'd still be feeling pretty awful. Uh, you know, my dad had a lot worse you know, issues going on with his, his treatment and his, you know, diagnosis uh, than what my current family member is going through. And uh, so even still, I would have been worked up a bit more probably. But, you know, with this one, it's, you know, the prognosis is a lot better. Um, it's just like I said, it's just the things going on around that that are the issue. Uh, dealing with the mental, you know, struggle of being in the hospital for a little over two months straight, essentially. You know just stuck in one room um you know their mobility is next to nothing you know they they have a couple of nurses come in pick them up move them from the bed to the chair vice versa you know excuse me and uh yeah it it like you're just i can't imagine being stuck sitting in a chair 24 hours a day seven days a week for two and a half months you know it's it's brutal and so you have that mental degradation that sets in where it they used steroids to treat like the like a swelling of the legs from being you know immobile now we got sirens going off in the background good grief (laughs) um but uh yeah it's the they use the, the steroids for the the legs getting swollen filling up with fluid from being immobile which causes the additional uh inability to move around a lot. Um, So the steroids can also, I guess the side effect is kind of, you know, adds to, like, the mental degradation a bit. So, you know, I'm getting phone calls at midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., you know, like, oh, I need you to call the police. I'm being held hostage. They say it's the hospital, but it's... I know they're lying, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I don't believe these people are real doctors to... You know, things like, oh, I'm on a movie set. Everyone left me here, but I want my paycheck. Uh, What are some of the other things? Uh, I can't even remember all of them. It's, yeah, it's exhausting. (laughs) But, you know, that's just some of the things we've been dealing with. And it's, like I said, it's tiring, but it's something you gotta got to put up with. I feel like these episodes where it's just me are the ones where I'm able to just kind of sort of vent to an extent but also have more serious discussions you know a lot of times when i have guests on i i like with kloss uh i have more debates with kloss but it's at the end of the day it's me and him are just kind of going back and forth like making little jabs or whatever but we're not taking it seriously and i try to be relatively agreeable with every guest that comes on regardless of who they are uh just because i i i never want somebody to come on the podcast and feel like uncomfortable or feel like they weren't welcome I I just think that's incredibly rude and I think it's you know it it's just not the it's not what I wanna I wanna do it's, it's not the the feeling I wanna give our show I want everyone to feel welcome even if we disagree with them I wanna make them feel like yeah hey, my, my voice was heard at least I got to say my part even though we disagreed they allowed me my chance to speak I, Like I wanna make it an open platform to anybody um, obviously when it's just me I can't really have a debate but it gives me the opportunity to actually talk about things I otherwise wouldn't normally be able to talk about on the show without it you know getting outside input obviously that's not a bad thing but it you know just lets me kind of vent and and tell my side of things in a more serious way than you know the comedy episodes we have with Klaus and you know where things just get off the rails so quickly (laughs) Uh, but yeah it's just hopefully everything goes well within the this week you know and i'm recording this on the 15th of november so i'm gonna record this edit it upload it immediately and it's gonna come out tomorrow morning um so you know by the time this is out hopefully a lot of the medical issues will be taken care of to where you know the the physical therapy can start and uh you know the the cancer treatment can continue uninterrupted as it has been unfortunately Um, But like I said, a lot of the the mental degradation that comes with that causes a a large portion of the problems because then you have somebody who's not going to take their medicine like they need to. They're not going to receive their treatment like they need to to fight a cancer. And, you know, cancer has become widespread enough that a lot of people have dealt with it either personally or with like a family member, friend, whatever. Uh, So I don't want to pretend like people don't know what's going on, but like if For those of you that don't know, it's, it's one of those things where if you get it, it's not something you can just put off. Like you have to treat it for the most part, at least in my, the experiences I've had through all my various family members, you know, and I'm, it's just, you have to treat it, you know, if it gets put off, especially if it's a curable one and I'm doing air quotes that you can't see, it's one of those things where it's like, if you don't treat it, it gets worse and then it becomes uncurable and it becomes a... A much larger issue than it otherwise would have been had you just been receiving the treatment appropriately and that's kind of where we've been at lately is you know trying to make it so that the the treatment is being received properly amidst all of the distrust in the the medical professionals that are providing the care due to the the mental degradation of the steroids which are now gone thankfully so the the mental stability is slowly returning but they uh they call it sundowners with older people. If you haven't heard of sundowners, it's sort of like uh, they're when you're in the hospital. It, I don't know if it's directly related to being in the hospital, but you know, if they you know, as they get more and more tired, they kind of lose their grasp on what's real and what's not at times. And so, in this case, it's you know, my family member has been uh, their sleep schedule has been terrible. They haven't been sleeping super well at night. And then when they try and rest during the day, that's when they're receiving all their treatment. So obviously they're not sleeping well, you know, while the nurses are coming in and doing whatever they need to do. And so they're they sleep deprived. And then because of that, you know, they're kind of confused at times. And then they're not eating their food properly just because they're an incredibly picky eater. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just so they're sleep deprived. They're half starving themselves. And it just leads to more mental degradation which just it's just like a vicious cycle so that's where we're at i'm hoping everything gets you know sorted out this week we'll be able to focus on the physical rehabilitation get the mobility back up get to go home and then just you know visit the an outpatient clinic for the the cancer treatment but life will return to relative uh normality so to speak but that's that's my personal... That's what's been going on in my personal life, which is why the schedule's been screwed up. Um, we do have... Uh, if you've listened to episode... 146 with Stushkov. Uh, we recorded a bit at the end of that about a uh, Diamond Earth conspiracy theory. And we're, I'm going to turn that into a video. Uh, and just upload that as a separate thing onto the YouTube channel. Uh, I have some of the images and, and stuff you know, available for that to edit that video, but my... Like I said, my schedule's been horrific lately. So it's been, I've been focused on that more than the video content, unfortunately. But hopefully, soon I'll be able to get that up. I feel bad because I know Stushkov was excited to do that. And I uh, want to make sure I get that video up so I can promote his Instagram that he doesn't post to. <laughs> but I'll get him back on the show again soon. I, I, liked, I liked doing that conspiracy theory bit, I like the bit of presenting it as though it's completely factual. And 100% accurate and not accepting otherwise. I think that's... I think it's a funny bit. And it's... Uh, I think... You don't have to believe in cons- conspiracy theories to find them interesting and entertaining. Like, I, I like the flat earth stuff. I don't buy into it at all. But I find it entertaining to a point. The point being when people actually believe in it. And it causes them to... Become a problem in society and that they're... not Not flat earth in general. I don't think anyone any flat earthers are out here causing major societal issues. Uh, but I, I think, you know, it's a slippery slope sort of thing where it's like, all right, well, you buy into one ridiculous conspiracy theory, you start buying into other ones and it, you know, it becomes a problem. That's why at the end of our bit, we we joke and laugh about it, but it is what it is. But yeah, I'm, I'm working on that a little bit as well as updating the website still. Uh, a lot of things kind of fall to the website once, fall to the wayside rather, once uh, you know family medical emergency pops up. I've, I've had two different family members in the hospital, uh, one of them has been home for a while, but like for the past three months, essentially I've been in and out of the the hospital taking care of them every day. So that's been a, it's been a whole thing, but if everything goes the way it sounds like it's going to go, our content schedule will get back on track where it needs to be and all. I'm excited for that. Uh, speaking of content, I'm, I'm tempted to stream it. We'll see what happens. Uh, Tomorrow, the day this episode comes out So by the time you're listening to this It'll be available uh, Warzone 2.0 I don't know why I call it 2.0, not just 2 But Warzone 2.0 is coming out for Modern Warfare 2 uh, I'm going to play that a little bit I've never been a huge fan of Warzone I played it a bit, the original one But I, I'm just not a big Battle Royale guy I'm kind of burnt out on that uh, We'll see what what happens I'll play it a little bit for sure See how it goes um, They got that, they got the DMZ mode which is like the, they've been marketing it, and people, I don't even know if they've been marketing it as such, but people have been interpreting it as being like an escape from Tarkov style mode. And that's the general idea of it, but they had gameplay come out of it. They had uh, professional like, streamers, people of that era, you know genre of things, like famous people, playing the game, streaming it. And it, I, I went from being somewhat hyped about it To being like almost completely disinterested in it It It's basically Warzone Uh But you can extract at the end Without like The game like without the game ending Like it just It seems stupid if I'm being honest And you know what we don't have all the details yet on it Uh they might change some stuff They might provide more details as it launches But right now I'm just like uh I don't know Like the draw from Escape from Tarkov Is the adrenaline rush you get when you take somebody out, you collect their loot, and then you ex- you extract with it, and now you have all this great loot at your disposal. Like, oh man, look at all the value I've gotten this. There doesn't seem to be any value in the loot in DMZ mode. You go in, and it's just, like I said, it's Warzone. You can pick up the loot from people off the ground. But when you extract, it's... There's no value. Like, again, the game's not... It's not out yet, the mode. So I, I'm just... Picking at points that don't exist so far. But there doesn't seem to be any value in the stuff you extract with. Based on what I've seen and how it's been explained to me is you extract with like money and and, uh, collectibles, valuables, I forget how it's named in the game. You extract that and it changes into experience. And that's worthless. That's worthless to me. I'm not playing this to level up. There's no benefit to leveling up in these games anymore so I, I don't know, we'll see, I'll, I'll give it a shot for sure I don't want to sit here and shit talk it without playing it, I think that's kind of disingenuous, but we'll give it a shot uh, I'll play that a bit, but I've just been grinding out the multiplayer uh, when I've gotten a chance to uh, to get some camos you know, during uh, during the days when I'm actually home you know, in between phone calls and emailing and stuff, I'll take a break for lunch or whatever, and it's like, alright, hop on grind out another gold camo move on You know, and that's where I'm at. Uh, I've got, like, 20% of the guns platinum now. Uh, I think that includes the assault rifles, the battle rifles, uh, and then the launchers. And then I have, I'm working on the shield, the riot shield. I just need to get a couple more kills at that. And then the knife I'm working on. (laughs) I'm just going category by category. So I'm getting there getting there, we'll see how it goes, but uh, I don't know why, I've been invested in getting all these platinum camos and stuff, I don't remember what the challenge is for the polyatomic and uh, Orion camos, they weren't weren't crazy when I looked them up Uh, like for the, I don't remember what they are for all the guns, but like for the assault rifles the platinum challenge is to get long shot kills, and it's the same for battle rifles and those are challenges that aren't insanely difficult. They're just kind of annoying because you have to make sure you're far enough back from the enemies when you when you hit them. But the hardcore mode, which I think is called Tier 1 now. They just renamed hardcore to Tier 1. Uh, the, the hardcore mode, I'm just going to refer to it as that, is going to make that those challenges so much easier. Because it's going to be like, instead of like a 3 or 4 hit kill, it's going to be like 1 shot or 2 shot maybe. Hopefully 1 shot. Uh, and then you can just get those across the map, single shot kills long shot get the challenge done right away super easy and uh hardcore could make a lot of the challenges easier obviously too if you get with the the increased time to kill it's going to be a lot quicker to get those like double kills uh the what uh, point blank what have yeah point blank kills whatever it's called point blank range kills because uh, you're just up close if you get the first shot on they're gone you know it it, it can be beneficial to a lot of that the downside to some of those challenges could be like your uh, kill streak related ones where you have to get three kills without dying or whatever. not that that's insanely difficult for everybody but I mean for some people that might make it harder because you get one or two kills then you get shot once by some guy who knows where you're at and then your your streak is ended so we'll see but I'm gonna keep grinding out those challenges when I get the chance because for whatever reason I've found myself invested in that in this game. Uh, The prestige system is sort of coming back Uh, With season 1 You can prestige After level 55 You level up one more time And uh, then you're in prestige 1 You get up to level 100 Then you hit prestige 2 And then it goes up to prestige 5 You just hit level 250 And you're prestige 5 And it doesn't reset after each season now Which is nice And... Uh, I guess the next season they'll increase it again, probably to 500. You'll get to prestige 10, however it works. Um, but that's, I, I kind of like that. I like that it's consistent prestige and that you can keep progressing that. And like, even after season one is over, you keep progressing into season two. So if they raise it to 500, if you haven't played since, you know, the day it came, the game came out, you can work your way all the way back up to, you know, level 500 or whatever. So that's nice. Uh, I hope they allow you to change your prestige icon, like the symbol for it. Uh, I I don't know I like that that being said that was one of the driving factors for me back in like Modern Warfare 3 when like I'd hit Prestige 8 or whatever and it's like I don't like this Prestige icon I need to get to Prestige 9 because 8 sucks and I'd hit Prestige 9 and it's like well Prestige 10 is right around the corner might as well go for that (laughs) you know and that sort of thing I think they went up to 15 in that game if I remember correctly I don't remember but yeah I don't know we'll see if you can change it I'd like that though um But yeah, so that's, that's what I'm looking forward to gaming wise. Uh, I did play the FIFA world cup mode in FIFA 23 and it's just kind of like, eh, you know, it's not really a huge addition to the game. Uh, I don't play online in FIFA games at all. Uh, I just play as like single player or like, you know, split screen or whatever you want to call it, like couch co-op or whatever. And, uh. Yeah, it, so it's whatever. I You can just effectively do the same thing from custom tournaments. Uh, the only issue I've had is, like, created characters keep deleting immediately so you can't bring them into the World Cup, which I wanted to do. Uh, but other than that, it was okay. I played through as Brazil and then Argentina and the U.S. It was fine. But uh, it's, you know, it's a FIFA game. It's an EA game, rather. So it's going to be broken as fuck. There've been times like where I I've watched clips on like uh, some of the Reddit's and things like that where somebody will what was the one date like they were playing as England against Germany or whatever and they 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 won the FIFA World Cup on penalties all the England players start you know rejoicing and then it cuts the camera angle and all the German players run onto the field and it says Germany defeats England on penalties and it's like what the fuck <laughs> get some water. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's still broken as shit because it's an EA game, but it is what it is. It's a free update. I'm not going to complain too much. Uh, I just wish they'd fix all the, the broken nonsense in the game. Uh, the only other like big thing to talk about has been the uh, midterm elections. that has been sort of a shit show. Uh, obviously, I I'm from Pennsylvania, obviously. We had uh, Josh Shapiro running against Doug Mastriano. Shapiro won. Mastriano. Hesitated in conceding, but he finally conceded. I think on Sunday, uh, Mastriano, obviously a, a big Trump guy, election denier, he was at January 6th, uh, and Shapiro, just kind of like a generic Democrat guy. I don't know. Uh, so with that, with John, the I think the one more people were paying attention to was John Fetterman, the Democrat, and uh, Memon Oz, Dr. Oz, uh, and uh, Oz lost. People were... I was surprised by that, if I'm being honest. I, I thought, oh, people like retarded television shows, so they'll definitely vote for Dr. Oz. <laughs> I guess not. I, I think that one of the main parts of it might have been that he doesn't fucking live in Pennsylvania. He lives in New Jersey. Uh, on his application, he put down the wrong town name, or he misspelled it. I forget what happened. He, he got the wrong name of the town or misspelled it or whatever in his application... People made fun of him for that. Like, he's just out of touch in that regard. Like, he doesn't know a whole lot about Pennsylvania. Uh, I, I don't know. He, he lost. People worried about Fetterman because he had the stroke and they were worried about his inability to, you know, process things or whatever. And he had some speech issues during the debate. Uh, I didn't watch the debate. I don't I can't fucking be bothered to watch that shit. Um, but the clips, a couple of clips I saw, you know, he was what do you say, like, good night, everybody. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm John Federer, and they got him on about him for that, but the main one was, uh, I don't support fracking. I support fracking. I don't support fracking. He just flip-flopping in the middle of the sentence. People made fun of him for that a bit. Uh, From what I've heard, he has an issue where he can, he has an issue processing sound, like, what he hears, and then translating it into words, which is why he uses, like, closed captions. I don't know why that would give him a problem making his point though, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, other than that, people expected it to be a quote unquote red wave where Republicans would win a huge majority of uh, you know, the House and the Senate. As it stands now, it's going to be you know deadlocked in the Senate. Uh, I'm just pulling Google up right here in the election results. Republicans have forty nine, Democrats have forty eight. Looks like, I mean, the Republicans are going to get Alaska, so they'll have fifty. And then Georgia's going to a runoff. Uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I don't, I don't see. I just don't know if this accounts for Alaska or not, because they're definitely going to win Alaska. I I let's say even if I don't know, we'll see what happens. Other parties have two seats. It says. But they were shocked by that. Uh, And then you have, you know, the House where the Republicans are definitely going to have the majority. Uh, That is interesting. in Colorado, where, uh, what's her name? Lauren Boebert, Bieber, whatever. That is about 1,100 votes uh, separating her and Adam Frisch. I don't know anything about this guy. Uh, But they're neck and neck she's at 50.2% of votes he's at 49.8 I think as long as it's within 0.5% they can do a recount I think he has to pay for it if he demands a recount Uh, so we'll see what happens I don't know what to expect I assume she's going to win quite honestly Uh, they're at 99% reporting but that's been like that for about a week now so I don't know what the fuck's going on (laughs) but uh We'll see. If they do a recount, see what happens. I expect she'll win that, but people were really surprised. She was losing for a lot of that. Uh, But yeah, that's been a bit of a thing. And then, oh yeah, hold on. How could I forget this? The governor race in Arizona. uh, Katie Hobbs, again, another person I'd never heard of. And Carrie Lake, the Republican. She was a very hardcore Trump person. Election denier. She went into this race saying if we... If we win, it's because we outvoted the fraud. If we lose, it's because it was rigged. And she lost. Well, she's predicted it. It's they called the race at 98%, which I don't fucking understand how you can call it. I guess mathematically, there's not enough votes left to make up for the amount. I just don't. I don't understand how they can do that. But that's another one where right now there's a 0.8% difference between them, and I think that has to be a 0.5 to do a recount Uh, I apparently, I looked into this earlier because I was curious, she can't request a recount Uh, they will only do it if it's 0.5% difference that being said, we know how you know, both parties love to just go into the legal system and complain about whatever Uh, notably in the last election, the Republicans did that and failed miserably but we'll see what happens there but yeah, people were shocked by that uh, I guess the, the takeaway from a lot of this is that people really don't want election-denying psychopaths in office. Um, I don't know. But yeah, it, yeah, that's just where we're kind of at with that. Not a red wave uh, at all. Other than that, Florida went very hard Republican. Uh, DeSantis won... By a lot, like 1.5 million votes, <laughs> which doesn't surprise me if I'm being honest uh, for Florida, but yeah, whatever. So that's the, the election. That's what I've been, my dad's been like super invested in this. And I, I check on it because I'm just curious more than anything, but my dad's been all in on it. And it's been kind of funny to listen to him bitch and complain about it and be like, oh, okay. When he, when the people he voted for wins. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've I've said it on the, the podcast before. I definitely have like my leanings to, for like, like I like, I like that people can have guns. I think there should be restrictions on not restrictions, but you know you have to you have to you know get a concealed carry permit, and you know you have to you have to go through certain steps to acquire certain you know rights of uh or certain you know licenses. I don't think we should expand upon that in some aspects. You know, you know you I've. I don't know how it works in most states. Uh, But, like, I know you have to get, like, a special license to have a fully automatic weapon. I think that makes sense to do with any uh, firearm that, you know, could be used a bit more effectively. Semi-automatic rifle, maybe. And people complain, oh, well, you know, handguns are actually more effective. And it's like, all right, well, let's do this for handguns. Then they'll say, no, 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 no. You know, it's... We very clearly have a fucking problem when our... You know, shootings are way worse than anywhere else on Earth. Uh, yeah, it... Yeah, I'm not going to look it up on the podcast here. But anyway, it's obviously way higher here in the U.S. for gun-related deaths. And people will say, oh, well, you know, stabbing deaths are way higher in the U.K., but actually they're higher in the U.S. And they'll say, oh, well, our population's higher. It's like, well, yeah, but the rate... It's the rate at which these things happen And we're still way higher So like that's something I, I lean more uh, Left on I guess But I still think people should be able to have firearms To just say oh we're going to take away your right." I, I hate the fact that rights get taken away For everyone because of a few bad people That's like look at like Airport security You know we had like obviously terrible things that happened But then of the TSA comes in It's just a huge fucking nuisance for everybody uh, Even though they've never caught anyone They've literally never caught anyone. Any, like, terrorist-related people. Obviously, they're going to catch people that have, like, drugs or whatever. Like, things they're not supposed to have on the planes. Whatever. But they've never stopped an attack. or any, it's, it's never been worthwhile. And yet, here we are. Interrupting everyone's flights and everything like that. You know, it, I I hate that. When people have rights taken away because of a very small percentage of idiots. Um, You know, obviously, I'm, like, pro- pro-choice some left-leaning in that respect um but I don't know I'm just down the middle on a lot of it it's like I just I, I'm very much just leave me the fuck alone you know I I don't know I don't think we need you know the government putting their hands and everything they've clearly shown themselves to be corrupt and incompetent in a lot of ways I don't need them in charge of a lot of my shit <laughs> yeah I, I don't know no, no, I'm definitely more left leaning than anything but at the same time I try not to barrel down other people's opinions on shit Cause I feel like it I mean people say it a lot too you can go anywhere like I can go out and around this area I go I went to the post office like a week ago and they were in there talking about the election and you know going this and that or whatever they were they're hardcore most of the people around where I live are hardcore Republicans very red area I get along with everyone fine because I'm not an asshole You know, it, it, I I think that that's the issue you see with like, oh, these people are crazy. It's like, no, a very vocal, vocal minority are crazy. They're loud, obnoxious pricks. And then you have most of these normal people, you know, it's, I don't know. I think I just, from personal experience, I think that's how it is. Like you can talk to most people and I think they would agree. I think most people agree on most things. I'm being frank. I just think there's a number of people that are fucking stupid, <laughs> that that are just like, uh, you know, they, they have to make their point heard and you know be up in everyone's face about shit. And that's where we're at now. the The vocal minority shout down uh, logic and sensibilities, and that makes other people think, oh, this is all I'm hearing is this stuff. So clearly, this must be true, and it's not. Like, I mean, you can look at the pandemic and see a lot of the evidence there. You know, like how many people were like, I don't know about the vaccine. Myself included at first, to be fair. Uh, Before the vaccine was actually, I was like, I don't know. I like it. Has this been tested? Like, what is this? But then as more information came out, I was like, oh, this has actually been, you know, something they've been working on for a long time for related illnesses and things like that. It makes sense to get this. It's effective. It's safe. Whatever. Then you have so many people who are like, I think I'll take the horse dewormer. And it's like that is fucking bananas that being said there are also people who took ivermectin which a version for humans which i think is often overlooked but just get the fucking vaccine instead of that shit (laughs) it's like what are you fucking doing like i I hate this anti-vax movement that's been going on and then people are shocked like oh i don't know what's going on i've been treating my (laughs) i've been treating my children with natural herbs and spices and they're just getting sick and turning into KFC chicken. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, it, it's just... I don't know. The same people that told us not to believe everything on the internet growing up are the same ones buying into these Facebook conspiracy theories. I find that to be ironic and terrifying. Uh, it's... I don't know. You get that? Uh, when, you know, more... Consp- not conspiracy but, like, that misinformation thing going back to, like, the vocal minority causing confusion it's like during the pandemic again it's like okay the covid's not even real we went from that to it's not even you won't even notice it it's just a cold uh to you know it's like oh i had it it wasn't a big deal like i had cowork- a coworker who said i got it. it wasn't a big deal they were in the hospital on a ventilator for like a week and a half it's like i'd call that a big deal <laughs> you know it's just like that and then it's like i feel like there's way too many people who will denounce something until it affects them and then they're like, Oh, this is a problem now. I've been personally affected by it, therefore now it's an issue. I think that's just kinda disgusting. <laughs> but it is what it is, you know. I again it also goes back to my, my opinion is as long as you're not negatively affecting anyone else, I don't give a fuck. I just don't care. It's none of my business. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever. And uh, too many people feel the opposite way but whatever i'm i'm just one person i could be wrong about most things for all i know i'm kind of retarded (laughs) that's where you know that's that's where we're at uh yeah i don't know i I was gonna keep this episode shorter because i didn't want to just sit here and ramble for for too long people don't like hearing me talk too long because i'm I'm annoying as fuck um yeah other than that not a whole lot going on like I said, we do have a guest coming up. We're going to record, I think, tomorrow. I'm going to have to double check and make sure I actually show up to that. Uh, so that'll be interesting. That's going to be just a, a chat one. You know, we're just, we're just chatting, just shooting the shit. Um, they don't specialize in anything from what I've been told. They, they're just like, yeah, I just want to chat with people. I'm like, all right. So that'll be fun. Um. Yeah, the previous episode, 147 with Klaus. I don't know what happened. I uploaded it. And, uh, someone sent me a message saying, Hey, the audio is all fucked up and I went and listened to it and you got a few minutes in it's all fucked up. I don't, it's like, there's my audio is echoing like crazy and I don't know what happened because when I edited it, everything was fine. Uh, so I'm gonna have to go back in. I'm going to see what happened and see if I can fix that. And then I'm going to re-upload the audio uh, and and get that taken care of because I really have no idea what's going on with that. But of course the episode that has a problem is like two hours long. So that's a huge fucking problem. <laughs> so I'll get that fixed uh, as soon as I can, but other than that there's not there's a uh, there's not much going on. Games I'm looking forward to. I might get the new God of War game at some point, but I'm it's it's not something I'm like, "Ooh, definitely want to get that." It's just like, "All right. If I get it, I get it. If not, whatever." I I don't know. It's never I enjoy I've played the other uh I played the original thir- first two games original first two God of War games. I played the... not the newest one, but the one previously. Uh, I played that a little bit, but not. I didn't get very far into it at all. Um, but I was like, these games are fun, but it's not something I'm like, oh, I gotta get a PlayStation. Uh, well, I have to PlayStation. It. It's like, I have to get this game. I don't care enough. Uh, the new Pokemon games are coming out. And I'm like, all right. Whatever. If I get those, I'll get those. I might get them. Or one of them. Um... I'm still waiting on the Advanced Wars remake to come out. That's been delayed indefinitely. Apparently, Nintendo is just waiting for an open slot in their release schedule at this point. Uh, hopefully, sooner rather than later. Because I've I really enjoyed playing those as a kid. I'm excited to to jump back in. I played uh, an emulator of it right around when it got like delayed, when they initially delayed it, and I was like, oh man, I need this. I need this back. New graphics. It's gonna play super well it's gonna be nice and slick I need this and uh yeah it's been delayed for I don't even know how long at this point like a year maybe I don't, I don't even remember maybe not quite that long I think it was gonna come out at the beginning of this year maybe because I, I remember it got pushed back because of the Russian invasion of uh, Ukraine so it, I think that was the beginning of this year so we'll see uh yeah what else? what is the uh, oh the Calypso Protocol, I'm going to be playing that for sure. And then the Dead Space remake when that comes out. I think that comes out in like February maybe or something. Sometime earlier next year. So I'm definitely going to get that as well. Going to play that uh, immediately. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else is coming out that I'm actually interested in. I tried playing Persona 5 Royal. Royale or Royal? Royal or Royale, I forget which one it was. Uh, and I was like, okay. But I couldn't really get into it. So I, I don't know that I'm going to jump back into that. It was on Game Pass, which is why I didn't feel bad about downloading it. I think it was also free on PlayStation at one point, maybe, too. I could be wrong. but Yeah, I, I don't know. There's just not a whole lot I'm excited for game-wise coming up. But we'll see. We'll see. It's mainly the horror titles. Clipso Protocol and Dead Space. Those are the ones I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I'm really hoping Clipso Protocol lives up to the hype. Because I'm definitely hyped for it, but... You know how things go. You get excited for things and they fucking suck. <laughs> uh and then oh Starfield. Starfield comes out. That's right. Sometime beginning of next year, I think. Uh hopefully. So hopefully that's good. I found out that some of that some of the planets are procedurally generated and then some are like handcrafted. I'm guessing it's more procedurally generated than handcrafted. I'm a little concerned about that. Uh, but we'll see how it turns out. Um uh, my my concern is that it's gonna be, you know, like Wandering through empty nothingness, and that can get boring pretty quickly. Uh, but if that's not the case, if there's actually if it's actually filled with content, that'll be fun. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. Other than that, not a whole lot going on. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Listen to me ramble for forty minutes, and I appreciate you for continuing to support our podcast and our content. And I look forward to bringing you the next exciting project. So thank you all for listening. It's been episode 148 of the Digest Productions Podcast. I'll see you all next time. Bye.